Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Gentlemen. Get ready for the, the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown, Bengals! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Mike White hit as he throws, and it's intercepted by Cam Bynum. That is your ball game. The Rich Eisen Show. we got to find ways to score touchdowns. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and host of the Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long, 49ers linebacker Fred Warner. Coming up, Fox Sports college football analyst Bruce Feldman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air here on the Roku channel, free on all Roku devices, Samsung Smart TV, Amazon Fire TV, all the Roku app that you can get out there, get your hands on all the mobile devices. You can get the app and the Roku channel's free on it, the RokuChannel.com. We say hello to everybody who's taking in this show that way or listening to us on the Terrestrial Radio Network, Sirius XM Odyssey, our podcast. We adore our podcast listeners. You can listen to us whenever we want. I'm loving seeing all these tweets from, uh, I guess, Spotify podcast listeners that saying that we were your number one pod for the year. We, uh, we're honored by that. We say thank you. Uh, if you missed any of the first two hours, Chris Long and hour number one, Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers talking about Brock Purdy now having the uh, entirety of Niners Nation in their hopes for the Super Bowl placed on his shoulders and his in his hands after beating the uh, Miami Dolphins. Fred was on this program. You missed it. We re-air on Channel 210 on the Roku channel as soon as this hour's over or there's our, our at Rich Eisen Show Twitter feed. And then, of course, our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. The order of business is now done, and now I can turn to my in-studio guest in hour number three, kind enough to return right away after a fascinating weekend of college football. And the college football playoff committee has spoken. All Final Four has been set. Bruce Feldman of The Athletic and Fox Sports right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. What would you think of the college football playoff committee's work? Did you like it? You think they got it right? I do. I don't think they screwed it up. I mean, look, TCU lost in the Big 12 title game. But they lost in overtime. They had actually beaten Kansas State earlier in the year. And I think the fact that Kansas State's a top 10 team, you know, they, it's a weird way they kind of help their own cause even in a loss because now K-State is in the top 10. And that's still a better win than anything uh, that Alabama has, who's five. I mean, Alabama beat Texas. That's their best win. Well, so did TCU. They both beat them in Austin, except they beat Kansas State, and they don't have two losses, right? Um, as far as Ohio State getting in there, I think Ohio State's fine to be in, in number four. Obviously, there was a blowout loss to their arch rival late in the year. 
but they do have a win over Penn State, and that's and that was at Happy Valley. We were at that game, so I think the committee got it right. I don't think Alabama deserved to be in. Yeah, and, and Nick Saban had an interesting halftime appearance on Fox on your station during uh, the uh, Big Ten championship game. I guess it fell on deaf ears that uh, that they are better. Take a look at how many kids we have and how we would be that's all know, great, favored Rich, but and all that yeah the favorite thing then why play the games right i mean you can say we lost uh, you know on the last play of the game at lsu you you know you lost against tennessee the last play of the game you also won on the last play of the game against a horrible texas a&m team you know that could go the other way you know if you want to use it so they were very fortunate to beat texas they don't have any good sec wins to show for it you know the fact that you would be making the case if you're nick saban greatest coach ever this was not a great team he had, you know, and it's just that's the reality. What about the fact that they kept Ohio State at four and avoided the rematch with Michigan right off the bat? Personally, I think Ohio State should have to earn that by beating Georgia. And if Michigan is 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 good enough and fortunate enough to get past TCU, then so be it. But to just go ahead and, and match them up, um, I thought that that – that wasn't right to just give them the right to just go ahead and want back into the playoffs and get their rival right away. Boo Corrigan, who is the committee chair, said they didn't even consider that. Do you think they didn't even consider that at all? I'm sure somebody probably kicked it around in their head. You know, there's a lot of voices in the room. I think what helped them was that K-State did not blow out TCU. That was a game they lost in overtime. And I think if it was different if K-State won like 48-14, they didn't. I mean, TCU has won more games than than Ohio State. They lost a, a game basically in overtime, whereas Ohio State got blown out at home at the end of the year. I don't, you know, if you're Ohio State, just be glad you're in, right? You have a puncher's chance. You're going to have to go through the best, you know, the defending champs, see what happens. But like, I don't. I don't think they would have jumped off it because they would have said, oh, we just don't want a rematch. I just don't think that if you look at it, TCU was more deserving to be in that spot at number three than Ohio State But is. the fact that he said it wasn't even brought up in the room, that nobody brought up in the room, hey, do, do we want to get Michigan-Ohio State in a college football playoff semifinal? I mean, you want to talk about what people would watch on a New Year's Eve. That certainly would be it. They're going to watch either way, I, I really think. Mm-hmm. Um I just think it's a moot point. You know, I understand why people are thinking that. Like, I think if it was, again, I think if Kansas State got blown out and as opposed to losing in overtime, the resumes are, are relatively close. Right. One team, though, you know, is they beat the team that beat them. The other team, and I don't have to tell you this, you know, got blown out in the end of the game, at the end of their season, right? The last time we saw them, Ohio State was getting pummeled in the corner, you know, so... I, I just think maybe maybe they'll say that they never thought about it. They didn't have to. I mean, it was just an, to me, it's obvious three force, you know, the way it fell. Bruce Feldman here on the Rich Eisen show. Caleb Williams was terrific until his hamstring gave way. And then Max Duggan, I mean, his final drive to tie the game was remarkable. Did he win the Heisman on that drive, do you think? I don't think so. I think he probably, if people held their votes till this weekend, which hopefully they did, I think he's a strong second. Um, But I don't think he overtook Caleb. I think people know that Caleb Williams, he he wasn't the same player at that point, at the end of the game. But it wasn't like he threw five picks either. Um, He threw in one interception. I think he was valiantly played. 
Um, I think he had a very big lead going into the final weekend, and I just don't know how many people looked at Max Duggan and thought, okay. I think for a lot of people, Max Duggan was actually not on their top three going into this weekend. Is that right? I'm. That's why he was. He would be on mine. But I've seen him in person, you know, play a couple times this year, and I've seen him put that team on his back. But I, I think for a bunch of people, they had C.J. Stroud still in there. I think you have some, you know, some other guys. Hendon Hooker really put Tennessee on his back till he got hurt late in the year. And these are all guys who are who are deserving to be in New York. Corum, Blake Corum too. Blake Corum, similar to you know to C.J. Str- to uh, Hendon Hooker, where at the end of the year he got hurt. But I think he will get certainly some votes. But ultimately, I, I think it's going to be Caleb Williams and then and then Max Duggan. And, you know, who knows? You'll probably see some votes for some other guys who are just, I don't want to say they're vanity votes, but you'll see certain guys who, you know, probably somebody's going to put third. And I think, you know, maybe there'll be a handful of ballots where Max Duggan won't get any first, but he'll get a lot of second and thirds, where Caleb, I think, is going to get a ton of firsts. So who gets the invitation to New York to sit there for 60 minutes in an all-too-way-too-quiet room uh, until they make the announcement? You know, in for to do some heavy lifting for ESPN, I think you're definitely going to get Max Duggan there because he's on one of the playoff teams. I, obviously, I think you'll have Caleb there because I think he's going to win it. Yes. And then after that, I think you look at teams. I don't. I don't think you'll have Stetson Bennett will have enough votes to get there, but he's obviously on the Georgia team. Yes. And then we're talking about, you know, I don't know if Blake Corum gets invited if he gets enough votes. He's, right. He's. It's not like a case where he's playing in the game where you you know they can promote it and kind yes. of back end it, but. We'll see. I mean, they, they always the number always fluctuates depending on the vote, the voting, and we'll see who who's like three, four if it's close enough. Bruce Feldman here from the Athletic and Fox Sports, uh, with so much going on in the college football world. How about my guy Prime? Walk me through how Colorado uh, wound up on his radar screen and and why they were the ones who you know how I feel about it. Smart enough to take what others consider a risk. What do you got for me on that front? Yeah, please? so when they fired Carl Durrell on October 2nd, some people behind the scenes at Colorado really worked to say, hey, Dion is the guy that we need, we desperately need. This program is right now irrelevant. It's got a lot of issues. Dion has the presence. Dion has the charisma. Dion has the vision. Dion has the plan that he can, he can and it's happening right now in the transfer portal era. And that means... He can flip it pretty fast. The roster is atrocious. He can fix it. Kids are going to want to play for him. Kids who are at Jackson State are going to want to follow him. And to the credit of Rick George, the AD, he worked He worked off of their lead and really got this the ball rolling. And I think it helped them that a few other schools, we talked about this the other day, you know, I think Auburn, for a variety of reasons, was afraid of hiring Dion. That's ridiculous. I mean, they, they, they will rue that decision. I, I fully believe it in my bones. They will rue that decision. I, I was saying, like, could you imagine if he strolled into a living room in the state of Alabama, who better to say, don't go to Nick Saban. Come here. And if let's just say that you need to tip the scales, Dion has Bo Jackson on like. Dion doesn't even need Bo Jackson. Dion doesn't need Cam. Dion doesn't doesn't need Barkley. Dion doesn't need anybody's help. But he, like, could, he could get it. He could he get did. it, but I, I mean, I don't, like, I'm with you. Like, I think if he was, I mean, if you're Georgia Tech, and George, you know, like, he was a star with the Braves, he was a star with the Falcons. <laughs> I mean, he's doing the he work built, for you. He built the Georgia Dome. That was his house. He would say it was my house. And yet, 
um, you know, you hear that they did not have the commitment to jump into this. I mean, like who he gives he would give them a fighting chance to compete with Kirby Smart. That that rivalry is so far, you know, from where it used to be because Georgia Tech has fallen so far behind and Georgia has has really just now they won a national title and Kirby Smart's got it going. But who wants to follow Deion Sanders in a in home visit if you're the coach? You know, look, nobody. Kirby, Kirby Smart's got a national title ring, but like who's the second most charismatic coach in college football right now? I don't know who it is. I know who's number one though. And the thing is, how does that resonate with 17, 18, 19, and 21, 22 year olds who, by the way, now are looking at it going, well, I saw what USC just did. They can flip it fast. And so I did a, a, uh, a story over the weekend with Bill McCartney's son, Mike. You know, I saw that, yeah. And Mike's dad was the only man who led CU to a national title. And he was over the moon about the idea that Dion was coming there. And one of the things he said that I thought really resonated was there will be kids who will be like, ah, I don't have, you know, Colorado in my top three or four, but you know what? I'm really curious to go meet Dion. Let me see what he's about. And they'll go there and then they will flip and they will commit to see you. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, his press conference yesterday, mm -hmm. like I sat there and watched it and I went downstairs and I, and my wife works in PR and I told her, I was like, I, you know, and we know it, but you, until you watch it, you know, it's yeah. like, it, you're just kind of awed by what is going on. And then there's video of everything. And I don't doubt, like, he will be able to say things, and he has, and he did last night when he addressed his team in the first meeting, that if somebody else said it, I think it would be like, ooh, you can't really say, hey, go in the portal. You're not, I watched the film of you. you you're not, you know, you're not good enough. That, that effort's not going to cut it. Go in the portal. And I, I think with him, it's like, this is the hard truth. Maybe there are some guys who are sitting yeah. there, you know, how do you feel when Deion Sanders is saying that team meeting about there will be no hats on, you're sitting there with the Reds hat on or whatever, you know, like the Blue Jays hat on in the room. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it was a remarkable scene. And I think this program, it's beyond nationally relevant now. It's like must-see TV, everything. Like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm blown away by where this thing is. And to, to circle back, you know, if you're one of these schools that were just like, yeah, we're not going to take the risk. I'm like, Your guy better work out great because, you know, I think, you know, he's playing with the house's money because they were so bad before. No matter what happens, we know there's going to be a lot better talent come in. What's the worst they're going to do? You know, six and six next year. I'm with you. As you know, I was on this from the very beginning. And in terms of anybody out there who's sitting there thinking, well, how relevant is he with a 17, 18, 19-year-old or 16-year-old or anybody? You're a fool if you're asking that question. I, 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 I'm not no, saying you are, but you like... I saw it at the Combine year in and year out. Kids half of Dion's age, definitely not alive, definitely not alive when Dion was on the back end of his playing career, okay? They all knew exactly who he was, and the minute he walked on the field as part of NFL Network's roving reporter on the field during the defensive back drills, they flocked to him. They flocked to him. And then when he was just roaming the field with the microphone and some kid ran the 40 and he thought that he didn't run it, this, he was, he was weaving in and out, or his, his workout, his, his, this step didn't work, that step didn't work, he would call the kid over. Hey, come here. And we'd have to cut his mic off because sometimes we would hear the conversation. We'd have to cut his mic off, and he would, he would coach him up. He would coach the kid up, and the kid was just immediately locked into every syllable that was coming out of Dion's mouth. This was him 
when he was just a youth football coach. And then, too, Chris, you've watched him watch football games with us, okay? Yeah. And when a kid, when an NFL player would do something yeah. so stupid and dumb, cut him. Cut him. <laughs> he said, yeah. if I was a coach, I would cut him before he came back to the sideline. <laughs> yeah. So him saying to everybody, there's the transfer portal, yeah. it's not an act. Like, this is, this is prime. This is Dion. Yeah. And in the day and age of NIL and portals, that's what I was going to say. Perfect timing. Well, it is perfect. like, you know, I tweeted on my story. This is the perfect hire at the perfect time. And because of what you just said, the NIL era, where it used to be, you know, five years ago, back certainly when, you know, there was an 85 person scholarship limit and everything you'd hear about guys were running people off. Couldn't do that. Everything. I think in this NIL era where there's the portal is rolling and it's like once you go on the portal, they can basically pull away from you, and not yeah. and and it's kind of all bets are off. I definitely think this is hard reality that's coming here, right? And you know, if I was a Colorado fan, I would sit there and go, "My God, look what's going on here! Like we're actually going to compete with real college football teams, you know?" And it's been forever. They've had one season really in the last 17 years where they had a, a winning record. I mean, I mean, they were so bad. You and I remember, and you guys remember yeah. when they were, you know, it was, it was Eric Bieniemy and Canavis McGee. And, Cordell, and, Cordell. Yes, yeah, they, they, they had, they had, they had the they cutting had edge quarterback. They had a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rashawn Salam. Rashawn yeah. Salam. They have had, I don't want to say nothing, but they have had so little. And just now, all of a sudden, the fact that all these kids, like a five-star offensive lineman who's committed to Iowa. Iowa has a great track record of developing offensive linemen. Dion offered me now all of a sudden. I'm not saying he's going to flip. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing is going to surprise me now. Um, and I think what you will see on signing day is like there will be so many surprises of kids who want to go there. Um, you know, and again, if it's resonating with us at our age, can you imagine what it's doing to 16, 17, 18-year-olds who are like, I want to go play for that guy. Make I gotta make a note of it. I gotta call Fowler, our friend. I'm just asking. I mean, he's he's you know, he's he's a buff. I can't wait to speak to him about that. That'll be great. Uh I got Bruce Feldman here on, on the Rich Eisen show. Before I let you go, um, you called it multiple times on your Twitter feed today an avalanche, the transfer portal. What is happening today and why? Today's the day it starts, this period for the next month and a half, where you're going to see Lots of good players, lots of players who were big recruits who maybe haven't panned out, all mm -hmm. sorts of it, activity going in. I mean, we've already seen a bunch of quarterbacks, you know, DJ Uyunglele, who had the Dr. Pepper commercial last year, former five-star quarterback at Clemson. You know, he's from here in L.A., huge arm, you know, has had a really up-and-down go at Clemson. Uh, Devin Leary at NC State, who is a starting quarterback, put up big numbers, but is hurt now. Keaton Slovis, who started at Pitt, started at USC. You're going to see so many guys that are in that are flooding in today, tomorrow, and beyond. And one of the things that was interesting, especially in the, you know, as it relates to like Slovis, people are like, okay, you know, because I had talked to him and he said, yes, I'm going in. But they're like, coaches are waiting. When When is he actually in? Because I want to talk to him. And, you know, you, you'll see this. How does this, you know, jive with the rest of high school recruiting? Because you have to you know, budget your roster, but it is a different level of recruiting that's going on now. And I think you'll see a lot of guys who've had good see. I know you're going to see a lot of guys who've had really good seasons who are going to say, all right, this was my situation here. 
what can you guys do for me? Basically telling, you know, all the rest of college coaches, what can you do for me? What can your NIL people do? Why should I go there? Like it's, it is really open season it's and free, free agency. agency. That's it. So is this the way it's going to be from now on? Is that the college football playoff makes its announcement after I, I'm assuming there won't be any conference championship games still around 10 years from now when we're, in, <laughs> when we have a super league formed, but as for the moment, College football playoff committee makes its announcement. Playoffs are set. Heisman Trophy's coming up, and free agency begins. Is that basically the way that we're going to? We'll as see how it goes because I think they always tweak it and see. Okay, there's some issues that came up with this. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, the fact that the the portal is one thing, and the NIL situation is so murky right now. I think yes. that is that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But when I say it makes them a lot uncomfortable, I also think you. Know, you know, it's almost like Christmas for all these coaches. Yes. Because in one sense, roster management, I think they've already come to the realization roster management is not the same as what it was two years ago. And these guys are all control freaks. And they've kind of realized, all right, that ship has sailed. Now how do we operate in this new reality? There'll be there'll be some logistical stuff that I'm sure will get changed. I'm sure it'll get tweaked and ironed out. And some new problems will surface because you have a lot of third-party people who've jumped into the margins. But, I mean, you know, it's like, it's weird. It's it's those days that you have them in the NFL, and, and certainly the NBA has it, where it's like, oh, it's a trade deadline, or it's something like this. And there really wasn't the same kind of equivalent other than National Signing Day. But now, it's it's... It's it's weird. It's almost like Christmas and tax day all together and the same time for college coaches. <laughs> Last one for you, Bruce Feldman of The Athletic and Fox Sports. My colleagues at the NFL Network, NFL Media Group, Pelissero and uh, Ian Rappaport, I got to talk to them. Those guys hate you, man. They're kicking up dirt you. around Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> the hell? He said that he was done. This wouldn't be a reoccurring thing is what he said after he and the Vikings did not strike anything other than just a note and a chord and a very uh, difficult chord for Michigan fans to swallow it happened on signing day last year. And all he's done whenever when we, and it was my message to Michigan uh, faithful at the end of the first hour. It's like, we were all wondering, did he blow the best opportunity to follow up on the best season Michigan's ever had? Well, the answer is yes. He's followed up with an even, even better one. So this was Jim Harbaugh talking about the rumors that the Colts are hot and heavy for him. This was him on a teleconference for the Verbo. Who knew, by the way? It's not VRBO. Verbo Fiesta Bowl on Sunday night. Well, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, um, that time of the year type of speculation. But um, I think no man knows the future. But uh, I think the people are people that are. Think we've done a good job and are um, pleased with the job that we've done here in Michigan. They're going to be, um, you know, very happy to learn that uh, you know we'll be in ba- back enthusiastically coaching the Wolverines in in 2023. And for those people that you know don't approve of the job we've done or would rather see somebody else coaching here, um, I think they'll be most likely disappointed to learn that we're back coaching the Wolverines in in 2023. You take fl- take that, Tom. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I thought he was going to leave last year. Um, but you know what? It's one of those deals where I feel like Michigan football right now is in a much better trajectory than it was 12 months ago. You know, the signing day thing, like, look, I, and nobody knows for sure what's in Jim Harbaugh's heart, whether he's feeling like, 
all right, I didn't win a Super Bowl. I actually came close. That's the only thing left. But I think on the other side of it right now, whether he can beat, you know, beat TCU, then beat Georgia or Ohio State, um, I feel like they are close. I'm not saying they're close to dominating college football or anything like that, but they are closer to winning a national title and, and having really sustainability now than they were a year ago. And I think, like, if you leave now, now maybe if he wins a national title, then maybe it is mission accomplished. I, d I don't know that. I don't, I don't think anybody knows that. Um, the part I'm curious about is the people who, who looked at him, look, the Raiders job was open. We know he has a lot of affinity for that organization last year. Uh, he had some connections to the Vikings. That didn't, you know, that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden now it's like, who are these people who are gonna, like we know who Jim Harbaugh is. It's not like he's, you know, the, the 42 year old coach who's kind of like, they know. Is it just going to take one other situation? It's like, okay, now we saw that he whipped uh, Ohio State again. We, you know, we saw it, it, all of a sudden now it's like, okay, we're going to all jump on board for Jim Harbaugh. You know what he is. Well, the Colts know what he is. His name's in the ring of honor. Um, and they just had a 50-piece put him on, on Sunday Night Football uh, in one of the most, I mean, in, in, in a performance that Chris Collinsworth called embarrassing, a national embarrassment. So that's why they're really hot and heavy for him. And then, you know, the national championship game, again, if Michigan's fortunate enough to make it, is, is the so-called Black Monday in the NFL. It's it, because the NFL is now longer and they're playing the, the national championship game a little sooner. It all it kind of all times up, which is why people are wondering. It, it does, but also this is the same guy who said last year, I'm not, doing, a, this I'm not doing this anymore. And now all of a sudden it's like, it'd be different if he, I, I think if he went, had the similar year to last year, it was, you know, it was 11 and one. Um, maybe they don't win the, maybe they lose to Ohio state. They got closer, but they don't win the big, it's still a very, it's still a good year, yeah. but it's not what he had last year. Instead, I feel like they've taken another step they have to. towards it. So, so I, you know, I'd be surprised if he would back away. I thought last year he was going to leave, but he didn't really have the opportunity to get it. So maybe now somebody gives him everything he wants and he's like, oh yeah, I've done. Because I think if you're a Michigan fan, obviously I know you are. Yeah. Like if you were to leave after this year, you'd be disappointed. Oh yeah. But, you know, he has done what I think you could have hoped for him to do. He, he not only beat Ohio State, he kicked their butts in Columbus. He got you to the playoff twice. If he wins the national title, obviously that'd be great for Michigan. But it, the question is, Ultimately, what does he want most? Does he does he really think like a, a Super Bowl or does he think I'm at my alma mater, I can be the king of the Big Ten. I can be the king of the Big Ten now, right? This is not a one-time deal. I mean, I would think he would, he would be staying now to say, all right, after what I said last year, they didn't want me. This is where I want to be. They want me. I want to, you know, be here with my family for the, for the long haul. Bruce Feldman, thanks for coming in. We'll have you back on shortly, if you don't mind. Look for my call. It all came right. really quick from the last time. Bruce Feldman, follow him on Twitter. Must follow. Check out all his works on The Athletic as well as Fox Sports. Back here on The Rich Eisen Show. Uh, my two cents on the Mike White experience. And so much more from Week 13. Coming up. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. 
Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee, and right now you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. As uh, Bruce Feldman just left the uh, the building, uh, Pete Thamel of ESPN reporting that Jackson Smith and Jigba, who had a terrific oh. Rose Bowl last year, yeah. Record-setting Rose Bowl last year and has been injured all year long. Did not play against Michigan um, a couple of weeks ago. He's declaring for the NFL draft and will not compete in the college football playoffs. Quote, I was unable to come back on multiple occasions during the season and the doctors determined I would be unable to participate in the playoffs. He's still a top 10 pick. Doesn't matter. So there you go. I know a lot of Buckeye fans were hoping that he would be back and give them a full complement of players to go against Georgia, which I think they will need. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> what was uh, Brian? What was uh, Kirby Smart doing going for two to put up fifty? Uh, is he was just going for a nice neat number? Or what was that all about? I think maybe. What was he the interpretation to, in your household? Uh, what was the interpretation? Welcome Brian Kelly to the SEC. Is that is that as simple as that? Feels like just running up the score. That game was not close. Bloodbath. I mean, it was close early on. I mean, we it was zero zero. Just about yeah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Close when it started. Yeah, yeah. I was getting a lot of nervous texts from Michigan uh, faithful that I know. Even your game was close Purdue. for a second. It yeah. was. Boy, they they have got some walk-ons on that Purdue team that have a ton of heart, and it was great yeah. to watch them. And it got me a little nervous, just a sli- slight wee bit, but you know. Michigan's just on a, a nice little heater right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ones that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving life. I'm loving it right now. I'm ready for the rematch. Let's do it. What's the rematch? Georgia, Michigan, it's SoFi. Let's go. Um, we might get it. It's going to be awesome. We might get it. You know what? Yeah. I don't know what. I'm, 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 I'm just going to stick with you the rest of the season. Thank you very much. I, I think I am. Ah! I'm going to stick with the Wolverines. Thank you very much. I appreciate ah! it. You're, there's enough, there's enough uh, room on board. You've got, you, you are, sir, are being left at the curb. You've got, no, I don't want to hear it from you, <laughs> Del Tufo. You're on the curb. Rich, You're out. Rich, 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 Rich. You're out. Just Actually, it'll be like the movie I'm Airplane. I'll just, I'm, I'm just going to leave you in the I back of the cab and go, and go try and save a plane. against your school. Seen Hall beat Michigan last year. I'm good. I just want to bust your chops the as dumbest, much as I can about the it. The dumbest conversation. We did. It's regular season. Counts. Like you say. It does. 
It does. I do. I, it really stings. That loss. That, <laughs> that loss. That loss stings. Twenty what? Three years later. Nah, I don't care about that. It stings. Well, that's the last time I played. Thirty-three years later. Thirty-three. I know. Rich. I'm terrible at math. You want to hear so something? Bad. Bad. You're looking that at me like so how do you not know? I know it's terrible. I can't do it. I, I'm much better talking. I can't 80s. Do, the 80s are 30 years away. I also don't want to be as old as I am. You guys want to hear something that's going to like make you sad? Oh, jeez. In, in eight years, yes, the 80s will have been 50 years okay. ago. Oh. oh, my gosh. That's just something I had to, How about to blow that? your mind a How about bit. that? Oh. <laughs> that makes no sense, right? I know. <laughs> it makes it's, zero we're sense. We're getting older. I'll be to... the 1980s specifically, not, you know. Like I want to say something. I'm going to take a page from Deion Sanders, my... my my friend, you you're put one of us in the portal. Yeah, I am not putting any of you oh. in the portal. Okay, okay, I'm going to just talk plainly. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm going to talk plainly. And I will say this right now. And I know it's just two games. I do not care if Zach Wilson doesn't start another game for the New York Ooh. Jets. Whoa. 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 I don't Whoa. care. Whoa. 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 I don't care. Whoa. I know that's plain talk. I don't care. I like the way that this kid is playing football, and I'd like to stick with him. And I know their next assignment is really tough. And Mike White could turn back into a pumpkin, if you will, against the Buffalo Bills, who Zach Wilson, as we all know, was the quarterback when the Jets beat them. But I don't care. If if Mike White has one of those stinkers of a game, I would want Robert Sala to keep keep with him. I see the players wearing T-shirts, Mike F. and White coming off the plane, going to Minnesota. That is, I, I mean, we were talking about that with Kurt, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, were there any Kurt F. and Warner T-shirts, you know, back in 1999? Where are your, t- <laughs> your T-shirts? But in, in, all, in all seriousness, the players have bought in. Players dig him. And, you know, what he's doing, he's putting up 300-yard games. It proves that there are some players on this offense. Heck yeah. It proves that there are some players. Garrett Wilson is really, really good, and he damn near had 200 yards receiving yesterday because Mike White was looking for him and finding him. Elijah Moore, there's proof of life there. Just needs to toe tap, toe drags. He didn't have the toe drag swag. He only put one foot down, leading to an outstanding Iron Eagle call where you know Charles Davis was saying, "Where's you got to drop that second foot?" He didn't. He didn't. It was a touch. It was a a grab in college. You only had one foot down. I don't know if you guys saw this moment. I missed that one. Yeah. So Charles Davis is like, where's that toe drag swag? Where is it? Like Nate Burleson would say, and Ian Eagle said it was toe drag lag. <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, I love that guy. He'll get, he'll get it down the next time it happens. Uh, you know that. Bam Knight, you know, you were talking about him in fantasy. Okay. Yeah. And he had yeah. a terrific game. I mean, Joe Douglas is drafting some really talented young players. And Mike White is finding him. He is finding him. And, you know, you want to make Zach Wilson the backup? If you feel that you've determined that his reset is long enough and that he's done enough work and he can figure it out and he's seen Mike White do it, you want to make him the backup in case White gets hurt and he's in there? I'm fine with that. But I, I, I know, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of Jet fans that just feel this is a mirage because everything good that happens is a mirage. <laughs> and I understand that there are some Jet fans out there are going to be thinking, you know what? We still have to give the number two overall pick a shot because we can't just have that go right down the tubes. And my answer to that would be why? 
Because normally you don't want the number two overall pick to go down the tubes because that confirms the general manager and the coach are not it. The general manager and the coach are it. And if they can survive and the ownership can look at them and say, all right, you missed on that, but let's figure out what else we have. And Mike White is the what else you have. Why can't he be the guy moving forward? Why can't he be? Why not? And I think you owe it to him now for the rest of the year to give him that shot. And give the players who wear Mike F and white t-shirts the guy that behind center. And if it doesn't work out against Buffalo, because that's a tough place to win, as we all know, then give him another shot. Because in, in after that is Detroit and in a Thursday night against Jacksonville. So-called winnable games, the Lions are... I think you start you have to start looking at them as a team that's not just the your it, it's no homecoming. So you got to put points up on the board and you can't just say okay Detroit's coming in and we'll give our 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 quarterback that 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 reset start. You got to go with the guy that's showing you. I'll put up 300 yard games. I'll hit my back foot and I'll I'll make my read and I'll go. And the throws that are high, the throws that are this, the throws that are that are just maybe because he hasn't done it enough, not because he's just winging it because he's not paying attention to his footwork and things of that nature. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just shooting you straight. I got nothing against this kid at all. Zero. I'm just shooting it just in the same way that Dion looks at everybody in that room and he's like, there's the transfer portal. I'm here with my Louis Vuitton luggage. Okay, I'm just saying this straight up, straight up. Two starts, I've seen enough. I want to see more and give him the rest of the year. I don't know if he's going to make that announcement. You know, I don't th- he he doesn't have to make this announcement. He can continue to play it the way that he is playing it. Certainly, and I'm not going to criticize it because the way that he's playing it has been terrific. You cannot argue with the way that he's played it. Jets are sitting here entering week 14 in the 7th spot and nobody saw that one coming. So I think Mike White, even if he comes up with a clunker in Buffalo, deserves the shot to keep going. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll wrap up this show talking a little bit more about tonight and set up the rest of the week. That's how we're rolling here on the Rich Eisen Show. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers. 
offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. So, I'll be honest, missed the first half hour of U.S. Netherlands. Yeah, man, I slept. I slept. Slept in. Slept in, woke up, so we're down to one nothing. I tune in, (laughs) see two nothing. So I'll take the hit on that one. You should have went back to bed. <laughs> no. Go, did you go back to I did. stayed up? No, okay. I stayed up. Right. Coop, Coop then got in bed. Susan and I and Coop with the other two kids were asleep. We watched 2-1. 2-1 was exciting, Watched 2-1. 2-1 was exciting. 2-1's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Thought it was coming. But then the third orange whip hit. One, two, three orange whips Guys all around. Guys just standing around. Like, it was so easy. It was so easy. Yeah, the third one. See, I can't sit here and talk about what well, Rainer should have been. They should have put him in sooner. I mean, I, I, I can't come in no, late No, but the defense let Matt Turner expert. down. Like, Matt Turner's just, like, yelling at these guys, like, Mark your dudes. Like, come on. How about yeah. that save that he pushed it over the crossbar oh, over the amazing. top? He's great. I, I, I'm a big fan. They're, He's amazing. You know, I... We got it's super exciting. The youngest team in the tournament. Dino. Again, I'm a super casual, but listening to everyone else talk about it. Yes. Youngest team in the tournament. We got 2026 is coming up. If we can just get like, we just need a killer. We need a striker to just who can score. You know, you look Pulisic's at Pulisic's not it. He's not it. He's not it. He's kind of a setup guy who can do it. You think Derrick Henry could learn enough soccer to be ready? <laughs> I think he'd get yellow carded a lot. Just like John Morant. John Morant, yeah. Let's take any small forward or two guard or even point guard in we the NBA. We just need a killer. We need that like 6'3 <laughs> guy like like Ronaldo and Harry Kane. You see these guys like Brazil has four goals in the first half right now. Oh my God. Guys who can just yeah, by put the, way, the ball over, in the net. By uh, Over Korea, did you see Mina Kimes tweeted out, Brazil, I have a family. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's 4 nothing. It just 40, seems like that's the, first half. the one piece missing from Team USA, but... Super young team. They oh my play God. really They're gonna hard. They're going to get a sixth. They're about, they, got, they just got a, almost got a sixth goal. Love our, co- goal. Love our coach. Oh my like the next four years, it's going to be really fun in the build up to the next World Cup mm-hmm. that's here in the USA. It's going right. to be awesome. That's your. That's your. your that's my analysis. I just feel it's, it's sad for us because well, yeah, you just we did got a, robbed of, of, of being able to tell I everyone know. about fun facts about Argentina. Do you want me to do Should we adopt the Netherlands and then move on to the next I round? I don't know. what you, have to, the, you always have to root for the team that knocks you out. Right, of course. And they're a super fun team. That dude who scored the first goal. You just want to do a segment about fun facts about Argentina? First off, the guy who scored the first goal for the Netherlands, his name is Memphis. He just goes by Memphis, which is awesome. Okay, single names sounds like a Nick Cage yeah. character. Yeah. S- sleeping through Memphis was me. Super tatted up in his Jack TJ. You see this dude? He looks like an NFL running back. Look up see? Memphis to pay. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I do remember the name. I'm enjoying your love of of football and your your zeal for this. I'm also betting on every game. That's, all that's why he's into it. That's I mean, he doesn't care. Hey, Brockman, tomorrow let's do our, let's, let's do our top five athletes that we like to see as soccer players from other sports. Okay, Ooh, I'll like do it. it. And you you handle it. Let's go. We'll I have no time for that. Okay, TJ, we'll both do we'll top do five. Okay, we'll okay, good, five. very good. I like it. I well like done, that guys. you took John Morant from me, though. Too bad. I Jaws my first pick. <laughs> Man, I, I feel for the Colts. I was watching that last I night. Don't. I know you don't. I know you don't, but... No, I, I did. It It was. It got a little out of ridiculous. 33-point fourth quarter on Sunday night football. They literally just missed the two-point conversion. That was a tie game in the third quarter. It was yeah. such a blowout. It was such a total, complete 
collapse. How much and of a the, blowout was it? It was so much of a blowout <laughs> My bad. that Zeke, was, Zeke was benched for some sort of violation and nobody's talking about it. He didn't start. Remember that last night when Pollard's, yeah, yeah. Pollard's gotten, get, got all those first quarter reps and I, I thought I was all about to text you say they finally got this By right. Way, I was waiting for a text from you all the I, I was too busy playing dad as well at the same time. I was juggling a lot. I, you got a lot of ish going. I almost, I almost texted you like they finally got this right and Zeke was standing up there but all was good by the end. They're chanting his name. He scored. Then he jumped in that Salvation Army kettle that's supposed to not be, you know, supposed to not jump in and then, not do that. And they put was, a lid on it. It was, like that a, it was like Zeke in a box, right? Exactly. Where, 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 where Dak. It should have been Dak in a box. Wound it up. But. Dak in a box. Well, they don't Dak. pay. They, Jerry's probably, they don't pay for that. <laughs> that's like free advertising if you call it Dak in a box. box. Plus, it's a kettle. We don't, we don't talk enough about CeeDee Lamb either. That dude is awesome. Yeah, he by the way, is becoming ever right? since Rich Eisen sent us a text message that didn't speak highly because CeeDee dropped the ball once. He it's almost it like was, he saw that. It was a September fantasy yeah. game yeah, I, I needed know. to have. I'm just saying, ever since that That's moment. That's not for sharing on radio and TV when I'm when I'm enraged by fantasy football. <laughs> no, I'm saying we love CD here. I know that. Big but I was enraged when he dropped that ball. You were but he made up for it later on, and he did. And you were, and then you, and then you last apologized night, on your text. I needed him too last night, and that that business where he didn't go down, he just kept running in. I love this dude, man, and I feel He's like catching with one hand now. I and, feel like you know when everyone's saying Justin Jefferson, and probably rightly so, best wide receiver and Tyreek Hill. It's like almost like CD kind of looked at that and was like, I got to step up. Of course, and, don't, and he has. Don't sleep on Garrett Wilson either. Oh, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Garrett Wilson had a strange day yesterday. Oh, man. he was terrific. He's good, and he's got that heart, man. He's got the heart of a lion. I, I see what I, I see. What all you Buckeye fans were talking about. <laughs> I, feel ba- I feel bad for pissing him off by saying I'm. I was his daddy. I remember that was the only time I've ever heard Liz scream from the back. <laughs> you said that it was pre-draft, right? Can I ask you something? Isn't it weird though? Because I went through this with the triplets. Isn't say hi to your weird? father for me. Isn't it weird that when you dis- I won't say hate, but let's just say it's fandom. We hate, yes. not real. Yes. But you hate a player because yes. he goes to a school you hate. Then he gets on your team, and all yep. of a sudden you just love him. Love him. After you hate him. What do you think the Browns fans thought of Donovan Peoples Jones coming up with a? Uh, a punt return to put the Browns up for good in a game they were down five nothing and Watson's dirting it every you know he he was really rusty what a, yesterday what a weird yeah. Game. yeah really rusty but how do you think they like Donovan People Jones how do you and how much do you think they loved Garrett Wilson when Garrett Wilson beat him <laughs> and, and did the OH in their face that must have been hard to take it must have been but not as hard to take as it will be when I make my triumphant return in August to Canton Ohio. Oh my. Problem. We, Mike, we got to go. We got to be there. Please, Roku Joe, there. help us. We got to be there. We got to be there for I will this. just say this because be you know I don't traffic in this sort of stuff usually. I want to be a whole bottle of wine deep tea. I will like, say this. Go. I want Bernie Kosar next to me. Let me try on this ring. <laughs> I will say this because it's still real and it's still alive, and I think you'll agree it's more real than it was last year. If we win the Natty. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm taking a week off. I love it when I when I catch him mid set. That happens. You gotta have a bright maize colored suit, like rich. I will need I will need special security. 
to thou. We're calling up to thou. We're call, calling up game. I got yeah, you, Rich. You I got you on the security you multiple tip. Games. You need like that, that the bulletproof glass that they put up in front of like the Pope. You need like the Pope. God forbid. Stop it, guys. Stop it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves now. I know that. But there's still two games to go. That's why I said I'm I'm going for you because I want to see what you do. Well, there's there's miles to go. It's already going to happen. There's miles to go. There's less miles to go. We got lots. So thank you to. Thanks for almost making me choke the Bruce I can't, Feldman. I can't support a Michigan natty, obviously. I understand. But I'm excited to see what you do with That the... would be a nice maize and blue silver lining for you, would <laughs> <Sure>. it not? <laughs> Brockman. You'd, you'd, have to come there. you'd have to come to Canton, Ohio, just to witness it. But there's lots to, there's lots to, there's lots to go. Uh, I also want to thank Fred Warner. It was great to have him on the program. And also, uh, also great to have our friend Chris Long. Tomorrow, Andrea Savage of Tulsa King will be Fantastic. here in studio. Fantastic. So much more. This week, Ryan Shazier will be in studio. Holly Robinson-Pete will be in studio. That's how we're rolling this week.